welcome to today's episode of the Medical Device Marketing Podcast. My name is Claudia Holy, and I am here with Hannah Shepley. Hannah, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me again. <laughs> Excellent. So today, are you wondering what AI can bring to medical device marketing? Um, are you thinking there's so many different tools out there? What can I actually use it for? Can I use it for content writing? Can I not use it for content writing? We're going to talk about everything to do with that during this podcast today. So we've been spending an awful lot of time looking at what you can and can't do with AI from an article writing perspective. And in fact, just to introduce Hannah a little bit more, Hannah has been leading our AI group within Podimos. Um, so it's definitely very well placed to talk about everything to do with AI. Um, but it's been a great journey and really exciting. So we're really keen and pleased to share this with you today um, so that you can hopefully come along the AI journey with us. But I think there's an awful lot for everybody to learn along this journey. So let's start, first of all, um, there's a lot of different types of AI out there at the moment. So Hannah, what is um, AI-based text generation? So text generation is sort of what it says on the tin, um, but it's the process where AI produces the text, um, but it resembles sort of natural human language. So it's kind of not computer code. It's, you, you read it and you understand it. It's written. Um, and in the beginning, often we couldn't recognize that it was written by AI. Um, so that's kind of AI, sort of the, the text generation. Um, and people are using it to write things um, and copy for different platforms like social media posts, all the way through to blog articles to kind of full scale websites. Um, and what happens is, is you give it a prompt, you ask, um, say, ChatGPT um, for something, and it scours the internet and it comes up with its best possible answer. Um, so you could use other tools. There's there's lots of tools out there. I mean, there's thousands of tools out there, um, and that can be one of the challenges. But you know, ChatGPT, Bard, Jasper, um, and you can write an article on any topic of your choosing, um, which is really you know really appealing and enticing, um, and mm. something that might have taken hours and hours before. Seemingly, you put a prompt in, and you get a thousand words or five hundred words back, and you go, well, that was easy. Um, so is that it? Are we you know? is that job done on article writing? And I guess that's what we're here to discuss today, um, to share our experience with that so far. Mm. And I reckon actually a lot of people who are listening to this would have tried exactly that too, yeah. um, and would have seen probably a lot of the shortfalls and a lot of the really great things that we've seen as well, because yeah. there's definitely on both sides, like ChatGPT, and, and we're pr pr primarily just for the information of people out there, we're primarily using ChatGPT at Podimos at the moment for what we're doing. Um, uh, and that's just because of the the prompting that we can use and things like that. But we have also looked at a lot of other uh, softwares as well, but we're not, you know, we can talk about that a little bit later. But um, what, so when you're looking at uh, text generative AI, what are the major benefits that you see for marketing people at the moment? Um, and yeah, what are the major benefits that you see? Yeah, I mean, th there's lots of them. And I think speed is a big one um, and kind of like that faster content creation. Um, and that kind of goes down several different routes. So whether it's a speed of understanding the topic at all, um, because I think, you know, when we talk about writing an article, you, you often start with actually mapping out what you want to talk about. And AI can be great for aiding your understanding of that topic. Um, so mm -hmm. you could ask, you know, ChatGPT to, you know, 
outline a draft article covering all the major themes on X. Um, and that could give you a really good overview of, of where, um, where to go. Um, you can then use it to take it from that stage all the way up to the article um, or whether it would be a website, exactly the same process of taking that sort of understanding to the bare bones of the article to, to the main article itself. Um, so it's great for that. Um, it's great for kind of different languages. So ChatGPT can create content in 50 different languages or over 50 different languages. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, and the accuracy of that will be far superior than copying and pasting different bits of text into Google Translate. Although, you know, <laughs> that's probably quite good compared to like my friend, for instance. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, it's that speed and, and that context. So what generative AI do is really kind of take that perception of things so that um that text that you get back say in italian will have that kind of italian tone and that flow whereas our rudimentary translations are very very direct you know from one word to another and we don't get that context um it's great for spelling and grammar i think you know grammarly is the one that we all talk about um, and that's a tool that we use back in the day you know that's not something since this explosion since last year of, of ai but that is an ai tool um mm. and that checks for sort of spelling and grammar and patterns within your language and it doesn't just suggest um you know alternative spellings it will reword things um, for conciseness so you can put tone in there um so actually that type of ai really turns something that you've done um, and kind of takes all of those little human errors out um, and mm -hmm. often that suggestion of another uh, way of writing you go yeah why didn't I think of that um, and it's because our brains work in a way that we write in our style um, but I guess we'll talk about that in a sec you know mm -hmm. actually your tone and your style is really important but we'll, we'll touch mm -hmm. on that um, and the other one that's really I think really exciting is sort of like the SEO and like keyword optimization. So the practice of like yes. keyword selection prior to AI was quite laborious. Um, and now actually you can ask in the same, you know, same session on ChatGPT to, to pull out all the keywords, um, rank them and all of that sort of stuff, and then insert them back into the article, which means that you're not just sort of stuffing them here, there and everywhere. Mm. It's going in the right flow of the language um, in an appropriate time. Um, and so you can add all associated that. keywords in and things like that as well. Exactly. So actually, and you don't have to, as you say, go and do it manually yourself. You can say to ChatGPT, this is my primary keyword and these are my secondary keywords and please add in associated words as well and it will come back. Yeah. And I think mm. the, the, the other one that we haven't touched on is taking your own work and tightening it. Um, mm. Because again, I think we all write in the way you know our own style but it can be quite loose there is often a better way of saying things mm. um so i think we've had real success in you know researching and writing and then asking chat gpt to you know spelling and grammar you know can you tighten this sentence you know mm. is there an alternative way that we should be saying it? is there anything we haven't considered in this topic and you know i think it's it's not just about shortcuts i think a lot of people go ai shortcut don't have to do the article itself but actually yeah. it's you can use it at different stages in the process for for benefits you know at the end it's great for going have i covered everything is this written in the right way does it flow like which should my h1 headings be you know like all yeah. of, you know h2 all of that sort of stuff um it's grateful yeah i think um i think that's that's i think the important well the really interesting thing that we're doing a lot more of is actually checking our own work um, and making ChatGPT helping, no, getting ChatGPT to help us think about things differently. 
um, because I think there's a lot of negatives with um, ChatGPT and actually all the AI at the moment. Um, you know, I think we're noticing, particularly within Podimos, just from everything, because we're doing so much with AI at the moment from an internal perspective in the sense of understanding it, getting used to it, seeing what it does. Um, you know, we're definitely, we can very quickly see externally what what material has been written with ChatGPT. Um, and I think that's a real risk in the future because actually if people will get onto these risks, but I think, you know, if people do use it as a shortcut, as you said, this is really isn't about a shortcut. This is about efficiency. It's not necessarily a shortcut. If you do use it as a shortcut, you risk putting content out of this. Again, you'll talk about this, but you you risk putting content out there that, you know, potentially isn't quite right from tone and stuff like that, but it's really obvious that you haven't written it. Um, And actually, what does that do to your trust and your credibility as a company as well? So I think, um, you know, when you talk about shortcuts, that's a really important point. It's more Mm -hmm. about, you know, we've certainly found it's been really helpful just to challenge ourselves and how we think about things and writing things better um, because it's, you know, it's grammar and syntax are fantastic. Yeah. And I think, you know, I kind of look at the the way AI has kind of exploded into our lives. Um, mm. And it's a bit like the explosion the internet created and the way that we research. We all used to have to use textbooks in the library, you know, written form, um, yeah. and long form content to get the information. And suddenly we got, you know, search engines like Google and everything was there at a drop of a hat. But you don't trust every single article or page or piece of information you read on Google. Mm. We've got used to now viewing it and going is this credible is this real um and i feel ai will be kind of the next step in that journey at the moment everyone goes this is fantastic but actually it's it's using your kind of human perception understanding the topic and all of that sort of stuff to really challenge it to go you've challenged my understanding of this topic is that the right thing do you know what i mean is it is it right so um Mm -hmm. i think we'll all get quite savvy to it um i think so and you'll start seeing it really quickly. Well, exactly. And we, we spoke yeah. about this this morning in a team meeting about, you know, yeah. like language that comes from it. And, you know, ChatGPT strives and thrives and, you know, emphasizes and all yes. of these words that could be spelt with a Z. And as soon as you see any word that's spelt with a Z, you go, well, that person hasn't written it. Or, or title case titles. That's the other yeah. big one that we see. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah. Excellent. So, um, so those are some of the problems that we so looking at in both ways. There's obviously good positives to yeah. chat GPT, huge positives, huge positives. Um, there's also big negatives to AI, text AI, chat GPT. We're not p- putting out chat GPT of any of the others here. We're just saying those are the ones we've worked with at the moment. So that's where our examples come from more so than others. Um, so what would you say are the main problems with um, AI, sort of gen- text generative AI at the moment when it comes to article writing? And what do we need to be aware of not to fall into those challenges? I think the big one for me out of anything is inaccurate information. Um, I think that, the, I mean, there's lots of different challenges that I kind of touch on um, in a moment, but in terms of like brand credibility and, you know, and authenticity and all of that sort of stuff it really doesn't take long to break trust so you know you are positioning yourself with your piece of content as you know maybe a thought leader or you know an independent source or you know a a leader in your kind of sector Um, and as soon as someone reads that and goes well that's just not true you've lost the whole of just you know that article but also other pieces of content that you may have you know researched for hours and hours on end so you know inaccurate information um breaks trust but also we're working in medical device 
it's actually really dangerous to have in, inaccurate information. We've, you know, we we speak to patients, we speak to HCPs, we speak to other, you know, groups, um, and they take the information that they read. As, you know, a patient could go online and, and ask for information about a condition that they've got, and the piece of content that you've written answers that. But what if it tells them to do something that actually is completely against, you know, Accurate. Well, hopefully that wouldn't get through your regular regulatory hopefully team it but it but it wouldn't make you look great either no. were you to submit that piece of content yeah. so how do yeah. you how do you stop that from happening like how do we work around this problem because you know chat gpt is great for uh you know finding information up front doing your research but as you yeah. say you have to make sure it's factually correct so how do you actually you know how do we do that so i think you know the way we've been working is using it to um educate ourselves on a topic which gives us a great starting point to read um you know we will then do our own research so you know taking say the example of creating a content blog i may go and say right teach me everything there needs to know about um and then i can start researching on google i can go into clinical papers i can you know i can start thoroughly exploring the topic and go right these are the key bits that i then need to to pull out and then i may go back to um an ai software and go right i need to talk about you know i need to understand x you know a small Mm -hmm. section of this um and again it it aids that knowledge that development challenges your understanding and knowledge then you can go back to research so it's it's you know although it speeds up efficiencies i wouldn't say that it's um a a shortcut and quick because you have to always check um once you've got your content block and you've referenced it and and everything like that, actually, this is where it's quite exciting with AI because you can then add your section of your content block and ask it to, you know, rewrite it for the correct audience. Um, But here then comes in another challenge. If you put that in, you then get something that's pretty tone deaf, like not in your own written word with thrives and strives and title. (laughs) And it's all just, you know, you look at it and go, well, I've just done all of that work. This, you know, clearly this is written by um, AI, AI and it's, it's not, you know, it's not right. So we're doing a lot of work with kind of like tone of voice. And actually, mm. you know, the longer the prompt with the more detail that we give it, the better the the outcome um, of the I think, answer. I think it'd be interesting. And, and, and it's, yes, and it's, and every, everything we do mm. has a whole different, ginormous prompt like it's not they're not short little prompts like some of our prompts just to put context to this are sort of two to three a4 pages Mm. like they can be quite significant prompts um and we talk about that in our internal articles because you know this is really where we're testing ai at the moment because we can because it's you know our work um but it's it's a lot of information that goes into doing that yeah Yeah, absolutely. And you have to, you know, all of the considerations that you would normally take um, when you're writing an article that you sort of know by kind of just by feel from working with your own brand or or whatever, you have to you have to make sure everything is there. So we talk about, you know, everything from like punctuation to lexicons to band jargon to, you know, keywords, anything that you can possibly think of we add to a style guide, um, which means that, you know, these prompts that we're, we're giving um, AI, you know, as Claudia said, two or three pages long at times, really, yeah. really niche, um, but that's not a quick process. And actually that's that's a bit of a, a limitation of it that, yeah. you know, if it thinks it's this quick win, but it's not, it's a new process. It's a new way of working. And, I, and um, I'm sure as, you know, as we hear, whenever we follow people who are doing an awful lot with AI as well, um, you know, this is the worst form of AI we will ever yeah. have. 
so I know we were talking about this in our meeting this morning, it's like AI is only going to get better. So if today we have three pages of a prompt, you know, in the future, that might be two lines, you know, so it's, it's, it's all moving in a different direction. Um, it's just, you know, where we are now with the worst version of AI we're ever going to have, which is going yeah. to get better so, so fast. Yeah. And I think it's something you said earlier, you know, actually just keeping up with learning on this because yes. you then will evolve as the technology evolves, which means yeah. that you can make the most of it rather than trying to catch up um, yeah. as it as it develops. Yeah. Um, I think the other one we were talking about um, in terms of limitations was long form content. So if we're talking about can an article be written for me, we're finding that after about sort of five, six hundred words, the article mm. gets a bit ropey, it won't even, you know, respond back. And that's because um, these text-based um, generative AIs have limits um, on kind of characters and things like that that they output. So, you know, at the moment we're having to take individual content blocks and put them in to get them rewritten. Um, again, yeah. that's quite a time-consuming process. So it, it's not a perfect system, um, but I think it's it's kind of weighing up the, the positives and negatives yeah depending on what you're writing and it's and it's exciting it's really exciting so from our internal content again because i think that's all we can talk about at the moment where we're using ai um you know it used to take us probably to write an article do the interview write the article because this is obviously our internal process we do an interview subject matter expert write the article um and then it goes through all our review periods probably that used to take in total with everybody included probably six to seven hours mm. maybe even slightly longer depending on what the topic was um now it takes us about three and a half hours yeah. um, now that's still three and a half hours you know it's still it's not just adding something into uh you know a, a text generative ai and it coming out but it has made a significant efficiency yeah. but it's taken us quite a long time to get there so it's a really exciting space what it can do for you totally yeah. it's very very exciting yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And I think it's yeah. uh, it's constantly thinking about the application, but also the limitation, like, you know, where can it go wrong and challenging those bits in the process. And that to me makes yeah. me yeah, much more comfortable when I'm using it to go, right, what's what's the problem? Like always, you know, because nothing's yeah. perfect, is it? And it's it's trying to catch all these things as you go. Mm. No, excellent. Yeah. So what would be, um, I think we've pretty much covered everything around AI for text but so if I ask you the one killer question at the end Hannah can AI write you an article uh, it depends <laughs> <laughs> it's so true I think it yes it can is it good enough to publish probably not um, but with human but input at the end absolutely it probably is and the right prompting all the way through yeah but it's learning I how think, to do all yeah of that. following a set process considering the limitations and you know yeah putting these things the human yeah. eye and emotion in excellent yes. so um so thank you all for listening to today's episode um, we are actually launching a uh, LinkedIn AI group in the not too distant future. And that's because everything in AI is working so quickly at the moment. So we want to set up a group on LinkedIn where everybody can learn together. I think before me and Hannah came on this podcast, probably about a month ago, we thought AI really couldn't write an article for you. Um, now we're quite certain it can with these other limitations. So if you're interested in learning more about AI, uh, make sure you stay tuned and we will be publishing it on our LinkedIn profile. Um, so that you can join and keep up to speed with AI. Thanks very much for listening and have a fantastic day. Bye.